Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. We start today in Brooklyn, where Kyrie Irving spoke to reporters for the first time since he and the Nets put out a lengthy statement that didn't include an explicit apology from Irving. So here's Kyrie in his entirety today. A week of hindsight. Are you sorry for the hurt that your post caused people? I take my responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. Like I said, in the first time you guys asked me when I was sitting on that stage, I don't believe everything that everybody posts. It's a documentary. So take my responsibility. It seems like Adam Silver wanted to hear the word, I apologize, or in your mind, you said I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or did you not apologize? I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. What are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe are true and that you don't believe represent your cause? I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in the community, for sure. Some points made in there that were... Uh, Unfortunate. Kyrie, are you surprised that you did hurt people? Uh, surprised that I did hurt people? Are you surprised that reaction and some of the things that you did hurt people? Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. It's just, where were you when I was uh, a kid figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America? Where were you guys asking those same questions when I was a kid dealing with learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from and why I'm proud to stand here and why when I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just proud of my heritage and what we've been through. And uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community and uh, I'm here answering questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create and it was something I shared and I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility then that's where I sit so you know these same questions that you guys ask me dealing with it as being a melanated pigmented person all around the world and dealing with racial biases against my skin color demeaning me because of my religious beliefs and I'm still sitting in the seat standing so um, I take my full responsibility. Again, I'll repeat it for posting something on my Instagram or Twitter that may have had some unfortunate falsehoods in it. But I also am a human being that's 30 years old and I've been growing up in a country that's told me that I wasn't worth anything and I came from a slave class. And then I come from a people that are meant to be treated the way we get treated every day. So, I'm not here to compare anyone's atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world 
continues to put in darkness. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. That's what I'm here to do. You guys ask me questions about basketball, I give you my expert opinion. You guys ask me about other things, I give you my opinion. And it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day. And you justify it by serving your own purpose, which I honor. I would like the same respect in return. Figuring out just like anyone else. So please keep that same energy when we're talking about anti-other things. Because just because I post a documentary doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic. And doesn't mean that I'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. So it's unfortunate timing that we're in, but I'm glad that I could stand on the truth because I'm not afraid of these mics, these cameras. I used to be looking everyone in the eye and telling the truth that I'm proud of who I am. Any label that you put on me, I'm able to dismiss because I study. I know the Oxford Dictionary, you look it up, right? Just one of the biggest mistakes I had in being a kid was not knowing European or Western language until I started looking it up and understanding the definitions and why they say, if you want to trick a black person, put it in a book. I was wondering my whole life why they said that. Now I'm 30 years old and I know reading is a superpower because it helps me understand where I'm going and where I come from. Like a tree with roots. Kyrie, the, the documentary listed among falsehoods, it said the Holocaust didn't happen. Again, those falsehoods are unfortunate. And it's not that I don't believe in the Holocaust. I never said that. Never, ever have said it. It's not come out of my mouth. I never tweeted it. I never liked anything like it. So the Holocaust in itself is an event that means something to a large group of people that suffered something that could have been avoided. No one said we had to practice racism. No one said we had to treat each other like garbage. No one said that I had to stand here today and understand that many people that come from generations 60 years ago, 40 years ago, enslaved some of my ancestors still spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and it's still going on. And you guys are asking me respectfully to speak on something that was a documentary that I had nothing to do with. I didn't make it. So just please keep that same energy when you guys are addressing me. Kyrie, for the record, do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm gonna repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again, but this is not gonna turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear though is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. Kyrie, did you personally meet with the ADL? I was informed that they wanted to have a meeting and we handled it. Kyrie, have any guys, we're done here over the last week. Thank you guys. Shortly before Irving spoke today, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver issued a statement saying Irving made a, quote, reckless decision to post a link to a film containing deeply offensive anti-Semitic material. He added he is, quote, disappointed that he has not offered an unqualified apology and will be meeting with Irving in the next week. This is the first time that any statement from the team, from the league, or the PA has specifically addressed Irving. 
Here now with Chine Agumake, Richard Jefferson, Vince Carter, and our guest, Rabbi Erez Sherman from Sinai Temple here in Los Angeles. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Rabbi, I, I want to start with you here. What is your reaction to all that we just heard from Kyrie Irving? The reaction was that when I was a child, I met people that were different than me on a basketball court. Not necessarily in my synagogue or even in my Jewish school, but on a basketball court. And so the fact that this ball is tearing people apart right now, it not only makes me mad, but it makes me scared. And not scared for myself, but actually scared for my own children, the kids in my own community and the kids around the world that take a tweet up there in the Twitterverse and the Instagram and the social media and take it as truth and then take that sometimes to action. Mm. And uh, some people might see this, as you mentioned, as just a social media post, but I always pride myself on educate myself so that I can educate others. Mm -hmm. Can you educate us as to the real-life consequences of a post like this? Absolutely. The real-life consequences start in a tweet, but end up in my driveway here in Los Angeles when I get a baggie saying the Jews are responsible for COVID, the Jews are responsible for XYZ. The real-life consequences are when last week, in my own Jewish school of middle school students on their way to a flag football game, mm -hmm. their coach who is not Jewish, they're having an argument or a, a discussion about Kanye and Adidas, and the coach says, yes, I believe with Kanye. That was the only adult on the bus. And those kids were scared out of their mind, but they were educated, and they were able to defend themselves. And the last consequence was from an email I got from a fourth grader yesterday that says, I love wearing Kyrie shoes, and I am so sad in my heart that I put those shoes away. And so those are consequences, not about basketball and shoes, which believe me, I watched you guys growing up. I, you were our role models. Mm. But we have to be better role models in terms of our hearts and our souls. If we could back up for just, just one moment, I think we need to start this conversation from a place of education and mm -hmm. understanding. Why is the material in this book and film so deeply offensive. Absolutely. So just here in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles City Council passed two days ago the definition of anti-Semitism according to the IHRA, which is the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance. And in that definition it says that a perception of hatred uh, um, to the Jewish community is the definition of anti-Semitism. Now somebody asked, Charles Barkley asked me two days ago, have I read or, or seen that movie? And so when he asked, I looked it up and I, and I started seeing what those anti-Semitic tropes were. Number one, there's untruths there. And when untruths are then seen as truths to the next person, that leads to very dangerous consequences. Hmm. If you could speak to Kyrie, and I know we're on camera now, but in like in a personal education way, like what would you say to him? N not necessarily about like your feelings, because you've, you've made those very clear and mm -hmm. they're very honest and we appreciate you sharing them, but more in a level of education. Like what would you say to him if you could? Absolutely. So in our synagogue, we're blessed with gymnasiums. And during the summers, some of those players, now the secret's out now on ESPN, some of those players train in our facility. And every day I go to those players and I just say hello. And in the beginning of the season, they look like me like this. But at the end of the season, before they go off to their season, we give each other hugs because we got to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I pray that Kyrie, if he's in LA, when he's playing the Clippers, when he's playing the Lakers, come into our community. Because one of my best friends actually is a, a, a pastor in Inglewood. Mm -hmm. And we share a love of sports. We share a love of faith. Most of the things that we do together are actually based around sports because we have the love of faith. Mm -hmm. And so I say, embrace each other's faith. I call it multi-faith, not interfaith. Interfaith gets like a little messy. Multi-faith says, your faith is strong, your faith is strong, your faith is strong, and my faith is strong, and we can actually live together. Dr. Martin Luther King, 
as famously marched with Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel in Alabama, not because they looked alike or served the same communities, but because they had the same belief that our society can change. Speaking of that, I, th I think something that has stood out to me that we've heard Kyrie mentioned a couple of times over the last several days today in speaking about making sure folks bring the same energy. The first press conference he had when he walked off of the mm -hmm. press conference and said, well, what about black women's reproductive rights? This notion of siloed care, that because I care about X, I cannot mm -hmm. have the capacity to care about Y. Mm -hmm. How can that mentality shift? So this is not just about sports, this is about our country. No surprise, the next week we have elections. I'm not going in there, I'm a rabbi. I don't talk about politics, I talk about the heart and the soul. But that can change when we know the other. That can change not when, as Rich Eisen said on his podcast the other day, Kyrie, you're dehumanizing me, but that changes when we humanize each other. I read your story in the New York Post, I believe, last year, about you being Jewish and African American. Wow, you need to tell that story. You need to get us together. You need to tell young people in black communities, in Jewish communities, and by the way, I think it's important, not all Jews look like me. Jews have different skin colors. Jews come from different places around the world. Jews have different political opinions. It's everywhere, just like Catholics and Episcopalians and any type of religion, there's a diversity of opinion. And at the end of the day, we're here to put on this earth to partner with each other. And when we partner with each other, that's when we continue to partner with God. Mm. So I have a question. So with all this being said, where do we go from here in your opinion and how do we get everyone at the table to listen, mm -hmm. to heal and to move forward? Absolutely. It's getting around the table because too many of these tables are filled with empty chairs. Mm -hmm. Two days ago, uh, we got together multi-faith people, as I told you before, from kippahs to collars. We had rabbis and priests and imams and all different types of faiths. And we said, why are we doing this when things are bad? Right. Why can't we do it when things are good? Why can't we watch an NBA Finals together or watch a Super Bowl? Let's talk about sports and then go into our sanctuaries, not separately, but together. Mm. And so do it around sports. Make that ball a place where we can unify each other. Mm. Uh, okay, so we, we've, we've seen Ka uh, uh, Kyrie uh, donate you know, half a million dollars. The Nets have donated another mm -hmm. half a million dollars to, I think, amazing causes. Where do you, like with Kyrie, do you believe that from this point on we move forward and you know, he continues to educate himself? We are very aware of, of how he uses platform and how he shouldn't. Do you take this moment right here as an opportunity to move forward? Yes. Coach John Wooden, who I just read the book, Be Quick, Don't Hurry, by Andy Hill and uh, Coach Wooden, uh, just interviewed him on my podcast this morning, and he said, magnify the blessings over the disappointments. Amen. Mm. It doesn't mean yes. ignore the disappointments, right. but magnify the blessings. If I ask Kyrie, or if I ask one of you, what were 10 good things that happened today, you probably wouldn't put it on your show. But what are we talking about? The difficult stuff. And so if we can magnify the blessings, again, these are just words, but I'm ready for action. I'm ready for people like all of you here to come to my synagogue, to go to your churches, have this conversation. I promise you it'll make a difference because I have seen it in my own community. Mm. We certainly appreciate that invitation and your time here today. I, I, I love what you just said. Magnifying those things I think is incredibly important, something that we can all stand to do. Thank you so much for lending your voice and expertise to this. We really appreciate your time. And thank Rabbi. you for bringing Faith onto the air, which is a, a sports channel, but this country needs this healing at this moment. Thank you so much.
Uh, coming up on NBA Today, Woj has the latest on James Harden's injury and how long he might be out. NBA Today will be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Breaking news out of Philadelphia. Bringing in our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. Now, Woj, what more can you tell us about James Harden? Malika, right foot tendon strain uh, imaging showed on James Harden today. Injury suffered in that loss to Washington last night. And I'm told he's expected to miss a month for the 76ers who, you know, at four and five, they enter a challenging stage of their schedule now and uh, they'll be without Harden. I'm told to expect at least a month and certainly Tyrese Maxey has played a, a significant role with this Sixers team, averaging 24 points a game, shooting almost 47% from three-point range. But I think this is a call now for Joel Embiid again. You saw what he did last year when the Sixers were undermanned, uh, had an MVP caliber season, mm. uh, and he'll certainly be called on again now uh, to elevate his play. But a Sixer team that starts at four and five, they lose James Harden, I'm told, uh, for at least a month. James Harden out for at least a month. Already Joel Embiid missing their last game. Woj, thank you so much for spending some time here on NBA Today. I want to bring in our NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins into this discussion. Perk, what do you make, what do the Sixers do now that Harden is out for a month? Well, it's hard to replace James Harden, right, because his ability for us making others around him better and getting to the free throw line, but they have enough. And Woj just talked about Tyrese Maxey, but this is his chance and his opportunity again to show why his name should be up there with a lot of other young stars in the game today when you mention their name in certain conversations. This kid could flat out ball. Uh, Doc Rivers trusts him. Uh, Joel Embiid trusts him a lot. And I think Tyrese Maxey is going to rise to the occasion even more and elevate his game. And it's also given him opportunity to get Tobias Harris, right? Mm. Back to his all-star caliber play when, you know, when he had to step up and get his confidence going again when you could see some of those 30-point nights every now and then. But, look, this team is going to be fine. I didn't really, you know, panic too much even when they got off to the slow start. They're battling through some injuries right now, but they have enough. You still have P.J. Tucker, who's the ultimate role player. I think Doc could utilize Montrez Harrell a little bit more off the bench and give him more minutes and let him come in and do his thing as well. But the 76ers are deep. 
Uh, mm. Matisse Thibault, he really haven't played a lot of minutes. Is his opportunity for him to step on the floor? Again, he's auditioning for the rest of the league. So I, the Sixers have enough. They'll be fine for the one month that James Harden is out. Well, when you said Tyrese Maxey, Vince Carter went on the table. I'm just going right. to get out of your way. No, nah, he's right. I, as soon as I, you know, mm-hmm. I heard you know, Harden down, I was like, well, now it's time to see Tyrese Maxey take it to another level. And then Tobias Harris, this is your opportunity. You know, you have, you've kind of been pushed down to fourth option, if you would. Well, this is your chance to kind of, once again, like you said, to audition for the rest of the league as well. So I think the Sixers are in good hands. Mm. And I think it's all comes, it starts with Tyrese Maxey making things easier for Joel Embiid. The, the Sixers, though, they have a tough schedule coming up here today, so they're going to have to stay afloat through all of that without him. Well, the reason why I feel like this could be a blessing in disguise is we look at the schedule, Knicks, Suns, Hawks, Hawks, Jazz, Bucks, T-Wolves. Yeah, and that's not like the old Hawks. Like, this and is that's the not Hawks even the old Jazz. And that's not the old Jazz. And that ain't the old Timberwolves. That's a 4-4, right. four four, but yeah. they got monsters. Yeah, they, they, and, yeah. and should we also include the Knicks? I feel like we should have the Knicks. Like, they play, like they play hard, but last night was 100% we should include the Knicks. Yeah, I know last night was a little different, but but I will say this. <laughs> the, the issue with the Sixers, is it seems like their peak always comes at the wrong time, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's early to start the season. I feel like last year was around December. Maybe this will be an opportunity for them to rely on playing more team basketball, recenter themselves, get their guys going, and then also hopefully come, you know, the top of the year into February and March. Maybe that's when they're actually at full strength and full stride because James Harden, it looks like he made a lot of the right necessary you know growth steps as a veteran to be prepared but now it's like working the pieces together so maybe this is a blessing in disguise which means that their prime will come later instead of earlier and that has been their issue for so long this is the the problem that that worries me a little bit i know it's a little early for worry and all this never too soon rich but james harden was one of the most durable players in the nba and Mm. vince you know this as you get older, and we've saw, we saw it with LeBron James, we've seen it with other players. As you get older, these little things, whether it's a back, whether it's a foot, hammy, know, a hammy, hamstring, like that's what I'm saying. 43 games missed in the first 11 seasons. I didn't even know we had this graphic built. This is just where <laughs> I was going. Good job, uh, producer Greg. Look, so 42 games. That's a star. So that to me, that to me is something that like. Okay, is it time to start dialing back James Harden? And I'm not saying like 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 manage load him, but just saying like you've played a lot of minutes, you've taken a lot of hits, and we've also seen a trend of just like little nagging injuries mm-hmm. start to pop up. Yeah. Do we have to approach it differently? Do we need to make you the second or like the, the third guy? Not from like a talent standpoint, but from a usage rate. Mm. Well, I want to add to that as, as a veteran, as you get older, like you said, it's how you prepare yourself for on the court, and how you take care of yourself off, off the, the court. Because mm. that translates as far as your rest, mm. being tired, all of the, the wear and tear in your body as well. So and, that's that he has to do. And when Max is giving you 24 and balling, it's not an insult that you're a third guy. It's more like sure. this is what's necessary for us it's to win a championship, the, yeah. and it's saving you for the right times to go hard when you need him the most. Mm. Maxie needs to step up. Tobias Harris needs to step <laughs> up. But the fact of the matter is this team goes as Joel Embiid uh, goes. Yep. Yeah. Joel Embiid needs Agreed. to be at that MVP level he was mm-hmm. at last year. And speaking of MVPs, still to come on NBA Today, both Giannis and Luka went off last night. Musty highlight from each of their performances in just a little bit. We will be right back.
Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. You got 1.3. You need someone who can just catch and let fly. Reed's got to get it in in three-point country. It's to Ryan. Oh, it's back, 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 back. Oh, my God. Freaking Ryan. Eddie I mean, ice. less than a year ago, this man was driving for DoorDash, and now he's pushing the Lakers to their second win of the season. I love this story. Vince, what stood out for you from that play? What stood out for me is that they used their superstars as decoys. And that's the good thing about it because that's just good coaching. That's just thinking ahead. You see here, you see LeBron James, you see Anthony Davis here. LeBron James is the first decoy. He goes up, I'm not in the play. Well, who's the next guy? Anthony Davis. Well, if LeBron's not getting, I'm thinking Anthony Davis gets it. Well, great job of using him as a decoy and great screen by Anthony Davis and great catch by Matty Ice for three. And the one thing that I'm impressed about it, if you see from this angle, he catches, he looks down to see if he's going to step out of bounds and where the three-point line is, understanding you, where you are as a shooter and buckets, and we have to give love to the pass that is right on the money mm. for three, four overtime for the Lakers, and, and that's an overall gets them a win. Now in what two and five? Two and five. Look out! Here come the Lakers. Here come the Lakers. True story. I turned on this game with eight seconds left, and I was like, oh, okay. I am so glad that I stayed to watch those final eight seconds after I came home from half All right, let's keep it pushing. Thank you, Vince. Luka Doncic continued his dominant play last night, posting 33 points, 11 assists, helped the Mavs erase a 15-point third-quarter deficit, beat the hot Utah Jazz 103-100. It was Luka's fourth game this season with 30 points, 10 assists, matching the total for the rest of the NBA. Luka's leading the league at 36.1 points per game this season. Last night, he became I mean, he's up there. Look at this. Look at this. Third player to start the season with seven straight 30 per game. He's that dude. What is it different about this season? Oh, oh, okay. Let me let me let me explain something to you people at home. The most I'm gonna ask Malika, do you know what the most important part of the season is? Do you know Malika? The off-season! I hear you back there today. It's the off-season! He is playing the way he finished the season. The way he finished the season. Remember, he worked Uh. himself into shape. And then he balled out at the end of the year and had his best playoffs, gets them to the conference finals, right? So what did he do? He went and played Euro basketball, stayed in great shape, Mm. and now he is starting the season the same way he ended the season. 
Last year, he admitted that it took him a little bit of time to get into shape. And when you're a 24-year-old player, it takes time. It takes time to understand how your offseason needs to go. It is a part of the maturation process. But Luka Doncic now understands that if he starts to – He's been the he's been the leading candidate betting wise mm. for MVP the last three consecutive seasons because he is that dude and he's understanding the important part of the offseason is making sure that you hit the ground running to start the season. Is he the favorite for you right now for MVP or is there somebody else? Uh, I would probably still say Giannis. I would, I would probably, probably still. They're still undefeated. Say like he's that dude. Yeah, because as as great as Luca has been, it's Giannis. It's who's Giannis playing the the best basketball so far. This season. The Bucks remain undefeated. Undefeated after beating the Pistons thanks to Giannis dropping 32 points in 30 minutes. The two-time MVP has now scored more points on the year than minutes played. So let's take it back and look at the week that is in the life of Giannis. Chris, how do you feel about the way you've been playing I'm these bowling, last man. Giannis, take that! <laughs> <laughs> That's some zooming force for the team. 12, right? Yeah, I appreciate you. You're welcome. So what do you attribute your strong start to this season? We needed in a lot of fruits before the game. Thank you, buddy. Yeah! I get like a, what you, what you guys call it, nectarin or peach? I don't know how you guys. There you go. Let's see what you got. You're the first part of you've ever given me. Really? No. <laughs> Gives me a lot of energy. Makes me feel good. There you go, baby. Oh, I appreciate you, Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After my pre-game uh, shooting, I ate a banana. This makes you eight. You jump higher. Do you understand? Know, I can shoot better. I don't know what that one was. So I ate uh, pitch and uh, banana, and uh, it's, uh, it allows me to play better. Man, I just. I love Giannis. Perk, if you were to describe him in one word so far this season, what would that one word be? Oh, it's not one word, Malik. It's two words. God did. And God did when he blessed us with Giannis Antetokounmpo. And he, look, I'm telling you straight up, he is everything and more when it comes to the game of basketball. And he's every GM dream when it comes to a franchise player. Again, you talk about it. He has more points than minutes played. But when you talk about a guy, right, that's not only giving you 30 and 12 rebounds and dishing out five biscuits, but the passion that he plays with, his availability to the media, never shying away from the moment, always holding himself accountable, always showing the love and passion for the game. He reminds me a little bit of KG along with the late great Kobe Bryant where he don't take no possessions off on both ends of the floor. This is a guy, right? If I want my kid to follow the example on who to be in the league, I want it to be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Just think about it, he never gets in trouble off the court. He always doing the right thing. He stays in the lab every year he gets better. And right now he is the best player in the game. And I think there's no debate about it. Well, you mentioned KG and Kobe. Uh, we're gonna get into them a little bit more in the show because did you know, Perk, that they actually debuted today? Mm -hmm. So we're gonna get into some of those highlights. But next on NBA Today, it's your favorite seg segment, Kendrick. The segment that's taken over social media, TikTokin' with Richard. Find out which videos uh -oh. made the cut when we that's return. Yeah. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. Whoa. 
My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Yeah, I could yo, yo, get them donuts. Get out of them donuts. Get out of them. Get, get your, get down, bro. Get your ass out of them donuts. Five seconds, Yes, I went bald when I was young. Stop tagging me in this video. I do not look like that. This is what I grew up on. This thing is Yeah, they need to come back with it, though. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner, Jason Tatum, looking clean. He's got the J's matching the fit. We got to travel on Loverboy over here. You guys want to get your face on NBA Today? Look, stitch this and give us your hot take for the season. We're going to put your face up on that big screen and answer your questions. Yes, it's me. Now I want to show you guys a little something. After I posted, we officially have a TikTok segment on NBA Today. Do you see who this is? Do y'all see who this is? This is the actual TikTok app. They said I'm the people's chat. Now I knew it. Y'all knew it. It's just great to be recognized for the, the humble person that I am. Because you know that's it. Oh, I, I am a humble. That's the thing I'm most proud of is how humble I am. Am I going to start like having cakes and stuff? Like yeah, that's perks on the, perk on the ground. That Well, that's when perk was skinnier. Yeah, so look, are we going to have that? <laughs> yes, we're going to have that. But this segment is about y'all. We want to talk to you guys. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And our question was, what is your biggest surprise over the first two weeks of the season? So... Our people, get over here, get out of the way, Vince. You in the, no, no, come over here. Come what do you just said, get out of the way. Get, get, get the out biggest of the way. surprise in the first two weeks of the NBA season is that the Miami Heat are struggling offensively. And then the other shocker is that we're going through another season of not knowing who the offense runs through. Is it Jimmy? Is it Hero? Is it Bam? I'll take this one. Hey, okay. Lachelle. Hey, Lachelle, how you doing? Uh, I, I feel your pain. Uh, the Miami Heat last year, they were actually first in three-point percentage, and now they're 17th. They have a lot of the same roster, but it's basically that they started the season not making shots. I don't know if it means so much that Tyler Hero going into the starting lineup really is a big factor. I just think the same roster just has to find their groove and knock down those open yeah, shots. And you can do it. But thanks for your question. Yeah, yeah, and you can do and it. Send you can me do more. it via committee. Teams do it. Do it. You can do yeah, it. They're strength in numbers. Yeah, and, and, and look. Look, 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 I, I, I get it. But why were you open the refrigerator? Your phone was there? I, I love the I think bit, the I love the bit. Dennis Smith Jr.'s career has just been shocking, to say the least. Looking back at things, he gets ousted by Dallas, gets sent to the Knicks, which was a horrible situation, gets sent down to the G League, gets tossed around between Portland and Detroit, injures his elbow, and just when all hope is lost, he gets a call from the Charlotte Hornets. All right, who's got this one? Oh, you want it? You can take it, right? Okay, look, I love Dennis Smith Jr. You know why? Because this is a story that NBA players, we often love, but you just don't hear about. And it's because, look, he was a highly touted player. He gets drafted. He has all of these things, but it takes a while to find the team. It takes a while to find your group. You can have your confidence taken away, and it is a hard trek back, whether it's injuries or whatever. So, Dennis Smith Jr., I am so happy for you. And, look, that is a good take because whenever we want to applaud people coming from the dirt and getting back to the top, that's something that's awesome. So, our next one, who we got? Who's up next? What's up, guys? My biggest shock for this young NBA season is this guy. All right. Ben Matherin yeah, is averaging 21 Max. points off 27 minutes a game. 
Remember, he was laughed at coming into the season saying LeBron would have to show him that he's better than Ben. Ben's holding his own. Okay, okay. Wait, what can you I, got? What you, you, got you got it. You got it. You got it. I like this. Thank you, Hoop Dreams, for your question. Um, so, Paolo Bencaro, Ben Matherin, the only two rookies that are averaging over 20 points per game. We know Paolo Bencaro is in the conversation for Rookie of the Year. Perhaps Ben Matherin should be as well. And did y'all see that video of him? His mom came in. Oh, yeah. His Aww. sister came in <laughs> doing the cooking for the yes. entire team. A Necessary. Meal. I love that. I am all in on Ben Matherin. One of the best stories. Where is he from? Where is he from? What college? Bear down. I was going to say something else. My Arizona people know what I was going to say. We got another one. What's up? Who, who's up next? Who's up Pascal next? Siakam said he wanted to be a top oh. five player this offseason, and that seemed unrealistic, but he's playing like it. He's scoring at will, setting up his teammates, and shooting the ball really well, and putting up a bunch of career highs. Super surprising. Good for you, Siakam. Hmm. VC. I got this. Come on. NBA VC. facts. There's the numbers, and these are facts. 26, 10, and 8, 47%. Had a triple-double. Toronto, not only is he an all-star, he's a rising star, he's a champion, and he is on his way to being top five. If not now, Pascal Siakam, whatever you're doing in the summer, you put your work oh, in. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Like Balling. Okay, no. and that's like no. verified like coming from Balling. Mr. Balling. Okay. <laughs> okay, Vince, no, a little bit something. I feel uh, like we got, we got one more. I think we got one more. Uh-oh. We got one more. We do? Uh, yeah. Our, our, we're the gonna biggest go. surprise for me this season is how the Lakers are shooting like they're a junior varsity team from a town that no one's ever heard of. Oh, no. Now, it's obvious the Lakers need some <laughs> oh, shooters, no. so you tell Coach Ham to hit me up. If they swing me the rock, I'll put it in the basket. Sit. We're gonna let, I think well, who, Perk, who gets this one? Perk gets this one. Where's Perk at? Perk around? Kendrick. We're, we're contractually obligated to have him. <laughs> Look at smile. <laughs> you don't get any of the cake, bro. Hey, Why are you smiling hey, like that? Leave so him alone. here's the thing, right? He, because I want because I want to, okay? Listen, here's the thing. He said that they're shooting like a JV squad from a town we probably never heard of because the town don't exist, just like the Lakers three-point shooting. It don't exist. We know that the Lakers and Rob Palenka didn't construct this team well and surround Anthony Davis and LeBron James with shooting. We get that. But guess what? They are defending, and I love their defensive tenacity, mm. and I love what Darvin Ham is bringing on the defensive side of things, although they record don't show. Right. Hey, and they do have Matty Ice. They got Matty Ice. Matty Ice. But the Lakers have won two <laughs> games in a row. So, do I want to buy? I was told. By our, I was told so to not do anything. Like but listen, what I want to make sure that you guys the, do. This is the whatever. worst thing. We can't make a mess, but we can make a mess. What I want to make sure that you guys do is you guys follow us. <laughs> you tag us. Let us know this segment <laughs> is for you guys. You guys have been <laughs> so great to us. So we just want to make sure that you guys get an opportunity to talk to us, to ask us questions. So <laughs> next week we'll be doing this again. Malika, hold that for you, girl. break. Let me get this cake. I was about to say this nice. Y'all are talking about the Lakers. Speaking of the Lakers, you've been waiting for this all show. Next, we've got a very special top at the top. No, on this we're not making a special day. It is a Kobe Bryant edition. You'll see why. That's next. Welcome back to NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. I mean, did we have the game of the year so far yes. last night yes. between the Cavs and the Celtics? Let's take a look at the highlight director, Kathy. Please, Darius Garland is back. 
You can see Donovan Mitchell there, but let's take it to the fourth quarter when things really came down to the wire. Jason Tatum, they needed a bucket, Richard. They, oh, they made a mistake. You're too close. Ask any defensive back. You can't backpedal faster than oh. somebody can run forward. You had to give him more space. And truth be told, this could have been a and one. Listen to Joe Missoula drawing up this play. Hey, basic. Brett, you take it out. Al, you go over top. JB, you go underneath. Brett, your read is either right to JT or right to Smart for an uphill DHO. All right, here we go. Win the game. Well, they got it done, so there's a little bit of time left here. Can Cleveland finish it off, or are we headed to overtime? Donovan Mitchell looks to get the shot up. Jason Tatum comes in, blocks the shot. No, we are Big headed block. to overtime. Amazing defense, and it's a high-risk, high-reward. If he would have pumped things, he might have got wow, it. Or exactly. extra pass, yeah. yeah. Headed to overtime now. Give me that. Yeah, Jared Allen, go get it, big fella. Watch this, man. This guy's got this thing. Just a perfect lob. The point guard to the two-guard lob. You don't see a lot of one-two lob. Well, that's one of the best backcourts in the NBA right there. We saw it in one game. But look at the height. Even there, Evan Mobley trying to get his hand on the ball. Bully ball. Bully ball. Look at that clean. Jason Tatum was strong. That, that was one of the bad. things that we talked about in the finals, his ability to finish through some tough areas. But here, they use them as a decoy. Not a bad look. We, they use them. At, look, we saw it with Lakers, Anthony mm -hmm. Davis, and um, and LeBron. LeBron James. Sometimes use your best player as a decoy. The Cavs hang on to win it 114-113. The Celtics, they are back in action tomorrow on ESPN as they take on the Bulls in the first game of our doubleheader at 7.30 Eastern, followed by the Bucks and Timberwolves. NBA Countdown gets it all started at 7 Eastern. A psychologist who worked for the San Antonio Spurs has sued the team and former player Josh Primo, claiming he exposed himself to her multiple times during private sessions. Hillary Cawthon worked as a performance psychologist for the team, and a lawsuit filed Thursday alleges that 19-year-old Primo exposed his genitals to her on nine different occasions despite, quote, her numerous complaints about Primo's improper sexual conduct to the organization's leadership. Cawthon spoke publicly about the allegations against Primo for the first time Thursday in an emotional press conference where she openly wept throughout. She said, quote, I am many things, but I'm not alone in this fight to do the right thing. Primo has denied any wrongdoing and Spurs CEO R.C. Buford just released this statement, quote, we disagree with the accuracy of the facts, details and timeline presented today. While we'd like to share more information, we will allow the legal process to play out. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. because it was on this date in 1996 that Kobe Bean Bryant made his NBA debut. The 18-year-old played just six minutes in a Lakers win over the Timberwolves. He attempted one shot, which was tipped, and he recorded a rebound and a block. You can see his stats there. So what we're going to do today is 
a little special top of the top courtesy of Kobe Bryant presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. So let's get it on. Let's see what the first one is. What we got? Ooh, well, up of the top. Top of the top. Let's go, FanDuel. What we got? Oh, no. Jaron Jackson Sr. Oh, this is 1999. Oh, Sr. Mm. I did not know that that was his pop. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that dunk was. Oh, this dunk. Oh, oh, oh. I played. I was, I was in the league at the time. Yes, bro. You're old. You're 45. Well, you're three years oh, younger you, than him. We discovered oh, this before you. the show started. Just because you can't let's, count. Let's keep it pushing to top alley-oop here. Let's see what we got. Mm, got him set up. Ooh, oh, that was nothing. That one, tough. what? That's tough. Oh, yes. What do you say? He can what? Okay. Man, Kobe with hair. Oh, Kobe the with celebrations. Hair. Hey, that's a luxury, man. You just throw it anywhere. Hair? Young, young, Kobe, no, 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 no. Yeah, Kobe with hair is different. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. <laughs> Let's go ahead to the top reverse. So oh, the reverse? Yeah, baby. Oh, jeez. Man, that's he called an athlete. Yeah, because no, 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 athlete. Like, he made it all body out. The only way to dunk that is if you're gonna fall on your butt. Yeah. Those are those yeah. the ones where it's just like, well, the yeah. landing ain't gonna be pretty, yeah. but the but the dunk is worth it. Hey, Richard, but it's worth it. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah. All right, this is 2003, I believe, again. Uh, yeah, because we can see it's yeah. not HD. Oh, God, yeah, bro. Nate, where did we smuggle <laughs> these videos out of? Like, where did we? The archives. Uh, obviously, did we have the? Hey, that's that's better. Okay, Yao. Go get him. Go get him. Ooh. Oh, my guy. Oh, Shout out my guy. You remember 2003 when Yao was in the league, everybody wanted to try to duck on him. Yeah, I never. Okay, last one. Yet. Last but certainly not least. Neither. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. My bad. Yo, yo, yo. 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 2011. Did you ever get oh, yeah. a Mecca? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a problem. He's a heck of a yeah. guy. As an older Vince, too. Oh, yeah. Ooh, let's go. Was Vince got he him. was a big one, two. Yeah, one, got two. One, yeah. two. Yeah. Oh, they got the yeah. picture? Mm. That's pretty mm. nice. Man. There was like no finesse. It was like all power. Yeah. yeah. All strong. power. But guys like that, you have to use power. Yeah. What do you think, True. Kirk? Which True. one was your favorite? Uh, to be honest, I can't see it today. <laughs> You know, you my turn is not All working, right, well, but I will perk. say this. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't see it, so you know, point. I've been here. Okay, I've been here. I've been Shut up, Richard. Look, the thing that I love the most about the show today is before Richard went on his TikTok segment and mm. went on his rant about how humble he is and things of that nature, <laughs> before he started, our producer Greg said, my God. Please don't get me fired. And the fact that somebody has to worry before Richard speaks about their job security <laughs> is funny to me. And that's not the first time he said it. And also, Greg ain't the only one. Right, so, Richard, I'm getting better. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm, trying, I'm mature. Are you though? I am. Like, look, but this was said. He said, "Don't get him fired." I'm trying to get better, y'all. All right. Like, I appreciate y'all sticking with me. Like. I still got a job. I like my pe I don't want to get my people fired, but let's, yeah, let's bring I get it that. Back. I get that conversation. Also, I'm like, please don't get me fired. Let's bro. bring it back one more time, just for the end of the show. The Warriors, <laughs> they're taking on the Magic tonight. We know the Warriors had a little bit of a tough go early in the season. What are you looking for from them tonight? Vince? You're looking at the the Golden State Warriors to blitz the Magic, to make a statement, to get themselves rolling, particularly defensively. Uh, you know, we know offensively they'll be fine, but defensively is where they've lacked. I think a lot of times when you have young teams, they get up for the defending champs, so I'm intrigued to see what the Magic do tonight, especially against the Warriors. Yeah. I got you. Hey, hey, watch this. The Cavs are must-watch TV. Yeah. Watch the Cavs. Darius Garland, Evan, I'm going to keep saying this. The Cavs are <laughs> probably Producer Greg, are you going to say he's not answering the question? Because you always say that to me. NBA. But should they watch, watch the Bucks also? 
Yeah, but why? Let me know about the Cavs. Here on NBA Today, we will see you tomorrow. NFL Live. Hey, Perk.